Hey guys, Editor Lizzie popping back in here to welcome you to part two of our Dragon Age Focus episode. We will have our ending music at the end of this episode. And then if you feel like to continue listening uh, or to have something a little extra to listen to uh, before next week, at the beginning of our recordings for part one and part two of our Dragon Age Focus episodes, Uh, I did a little bit of a rant on the My Hero Academia uh, drama, so if that's something you're interested in, just a warning. It's a rant, but it is bonus content, so feel free to listen to it. Uh, Thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye! Mm -hmm. Um, And what was your guys' favorite part of Inquisition? I guess I'll go this time. My favorite part of Inquisition... Okay, so I want to just explain what my experience was. Before the game came out, I had already made characters and, like, decided what order I wanted to play it in. So my first playthrough was with a mage, um, and I went after Cullen. And Cullen has a very rocky history with mages, considering that he experienced a lot of trauma from being tortured by demons in the Circle Tower at Lake Callanhad from Origins. And so he has a lot of, like, baggage with that. But the ending of Inquisition is what made me play as an elven uh, elven rogue female. And I was, like, I decided I wanted to go after Solus because I found out at the end of the game what he was. And I was just like, I like pain. Give me all the angst and pain because I like to torture myself. Let's do it. Um, But... That experience playing as a Lavellian, Lavellian, whatever, how you pronounce her name, just adds so much texture, like a completely different context to like the ending result of Inquisition. So playing Solus's romance option or playing Solus's route in a way just adds like a completely different feel to the game. It just, you feel more invested. I mean, you're already invested in him. Any other playthrough, if you don't even romance him, because like you can either choose to be his friend, you can choose to be an enemy, sort of, kind of. Um, but like being his romance option, and on top of it, oh, it's it's so good. That's my favorite part. The entire rom- like the entire part of Solus's romantic option, his path is so good, and the way he speaks. I just want to add that the way he speaks is so great. It's poetic. And the worst part was I talked so much shit about him, like when they announced him as a romance option because I was mad because Beric was not an option. I talked so much shit about Solus, and then I played Inquisition, like the first part of it, and I was like, "Oh no, he's hot, crap." Hmm. Which really, Solus isn't even the worst companion. Like I think Blackwall is the worst companion. I think Sarah is. Oh, I, I mean, at least that. she has a personality, though. Like, you know, that's true. You, you want to go? We can go right Blackwell now. Blackwall has no personality. He really doesn't. Here's the thing, though. With Blackwall, you kind of have to be... You have to have a really good relationship with Blackwall to understand, like, his entire story. I did, though. Like, I did do a playthrough where I fully romance Blackwall. Yeah, you find out he's not even a Grey Warden. Yeah, yeah. And I still didn't like him. <laughs> I mean, he was probably my least favorite companion outside of Sarah. I mean, with Sarah, she has a personality. I just didn't like her as a person. Uh, what was your favorite part, Mimi? Well, I loved Inquisition. We'll say that. It made me happy. 
It made me not regret buying Deluxe Edition. (laughs) Me neither. I I bought Deluxe Edition. I pre-ordered Deluxe. I bought... See, I think my issue with two was that I had gotten that special edition that was like $80. Oh, no. And I finished it in one weekend. And I was mad because I finished that game in one weekend because I planned. I was like, I'm going to marathon this. I got time off of school because at the time I was doing classes. And then when I beat it in that like weekend, I was like, that's it. Here's the thing. You could finish DA2 in, like, I want to say 20 hours. Less than 20 hours. So that's the thing. I did everything. I 100%ed it before DLC came out. I was like, oh, wow. baby, no. Why? I, I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> I know you are. You fucking grind, you grinding, hoarding self thing. So imagine my, my just a delight and inquisition, like, Look at this big map. Look at all this loot. Look at here. That's my only yes. complaint about Inquisition. That I feel like for the first part of the game for Alden was way too big. It was very big. I, so you I spent, was like, you wow. spent a lot of time in Ferelden during the first part of the game, just trying to complete all enough quests to get outside of it. It's just a lot. I feel like if the first part of the game wasn't as long, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Not to say that it's a bad game. It's just the first part is so long. I spent 40 hours in Ferelden and didn't even leave it. Yeah, That's all I got to say. That's a long time. That is yeah. a long fucking time. Right. So Mimi, you just genuinely thought like Inquisition was a breath of fresh air after Dragon it was Age great. 2. It was. And actually, I'm trying to remember if Mass Effect 3 came out beforehand. I think it did. So I was just looking for something that didn't give me red, blue, green options at the end of my game. <laughs> oh no. And I was, I was just very happy me? with the way they handled it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they did a good job with all the characters. I liked pretty much every companion. Even, you know, even though I found Blackwell very boring. I was like, <laughs> this is a boring man. He's like my uncle who I say hi to. Alright, I guess. Cool. <laughs> That's a mood. That is exactly what Blackwall is. He's just a, somebody's uncle. Yeah. I purposely made it my saves in the keep because I had originally played on console before I started playing on PC. So I had to, at the time, I had to use the keep to recreate what I had done before. So mm-hmm. this playthrough of Inquisition, I'm like, you know what? I have never played a dwarf. And there's the Iron Bull. I'm curious. <laughs> So that's exactly what I did. I played like, a rogue dwarf and I sensible. So I remember being on Tumblr when Tumblr was cool. Um, before the game released, I know a lot of people wanted to be a, a dwarf in Romance Iron Bull because he was like into everything, male, female, didn't matter. And I know a lot of people who were playing as dwarves that wanted to romance uh, Iron Bull. P- people were using that one image of the hamster with a giant banana. <laughs> that this was your dwarf at Iron Bull. That's basically how it's it was. True. Like he was he is he is a canary, like a full grown male canary. He's huge. He's giant. Probably like yeah. and for easily those who over don't six know, foot. Kunari, yes. Kunari are like uh the biggest race. Yes. And tallest the, the tallest, the largest. Mm-hmm. Um, race in in Dragon Age. So uh, I think what I'm going to say is that I have a lot of moments that were my favorite. 
I loved romancing Cullen because Same. you like he goes through his story from Origins to uh to to Dragon Age 2 and to where he is now and I think they did a really good job of uh showing the struggle of addiction mm-hmm. in this game with Cullen. If you romance Cullen you learn how difficult the addiction is for him to Mm -hmm. to lyrium and your choice as his romance option uh if you want to continue the romance you help him get off the lyrium um Mm -hmm. but if you want your romance not to turn out well then you tell him to keep taking it and and i i think it shows the 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 struggle with that that it's not as like even when you tell him to pull off of it, it it's not that easy mm-hmm. um so i like that story i like the the cullen romance story um i got I, a question though before you continue yeah um do you when you did your romance of cullen did you play as a mage i well i always do rogue first so, oh. so I did a mage that adds later. So much more co- that adds yeah. so much more texture if you play as a mage. Yeah, if you put, if you play as a mage, which I did, I think on my second playthrough when I romanced Cullen again. Um, but uh, I always start out as a rogue because rogue's just my favorite. And right, so, um, but yes, if you play as a mage, you get a lot more of, of his story as well um, mm-hmm. because of his time in in the tower. And uh, another part is um, if you romance Iron Bull and your committee of people walk in on you. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, a fun lovely. part. Yeah, that's a, that's a great that part. part. Um, and uh, pretty much all of Vivian's interactions with Iron Bull, I think, is just... Precious. <laughs> Precious, some of Precious. my favorite, because she really is kind of like a mother figure to Iron Ball. Mm-hmm. And I think he says it too. Yeah, yeah. And and just their their interactions are, are so much fun and so you know and and nice. And you know, the story like Inquisition is is really nice too. And I hope it continues into the next game. Right. I hope we get a good next Dragon Age, which we are getting. Yes. It has hope- been teased. It has been teased. Um, is there any like expansions? Because here's the thing. With Dragon Age, I played the base game. I played a little bit of Jaws of Hakan, which is the first DLC that came out. But I also want to touch on the fact that I am super salty because Bioware was like, oh, you have an old console? Forget you. We're not going to make DLC for that. Yeah. And so I never actually got to play the end, like the ending DLC mm. for Inquisition. I never got to play so Trespasser. You, you don't get, you didn't get to play the play the Solus DLC. I know exactly. So, so like with Solus, like too. By the way, so you get Anders is your betrayal in Dragon Age Two. In mm-hmm. Inquisition, your betrayal is Solus because right. uh, spoiler alert: Solus you find out is the Dread Wolf. Which is an elven um, god. The elven god of mischief and, like, bad omens. Anything, like, bad association associated with uh, the Dalish elves is probably... Has something to do with um, the Dreadwolf. Yeah. Ben Harrell, I think that's his name. Ben Harrell. Yeah. And he... Mm -hmm. 
he did something which is essentially why this world that you're playing through was created. Um, and now he wants to undo that, which would destroy your world. And that's kind of uh, the synopsis of what you find out in in the end with him. In the DLC, you get to, to meet up with him again. And it is, if you've romanced him, it's a very emotional moment. emotional yeah and um like he for the teaser they tease him in the teaser for the next dragon age so yeah i think he's gonna be the big bad he he he, there is the possibility of solus actually being the big bad in the next dragon age game so which is upsetting because i fucking love solus I, I just me and problematic characters. I just like, oh my god, I love them. Well, I don't think he's gonna be a totally like if he is the bit bad and and both of you chime in on what you think. But here's my thinking: if he is the big bad in the next Dragon Age, I don't think he's gonna be a purely like, uh, Corypheus type bad. Like no, I, I think he is gonna be that. a very, um, anti-hero type bad. Mm-hmm. You here's, know what I mean? Here's what I think. Because he... Re- okay, so what essentially... The, the the bad thing that Ben Harrell has done in Elven history is that he took the other gods and um, trapped them... Of what is it? In the Fade or behind a veil or something like that. He's the one who raised the veil and trapped the Elven gods behind it. And so he... That act weakened him a whole lot and so he went into i forgot the the elven term for it but he went into a long sleep and when he awoken from his his slumber he saw what became of the elven culture and what the the dalish elves believed what happened with city elves he saw the extent of what happened and he felt regret because he trapped them behind the veil um and so he's trying to right the wrong that he initially caused by trapping the, the old gods. He tried to, he's trying to um, remove the veil and free them to right his wrong. And initially, I guess that makes sense. It's not that bad of a, a motive to me because I guess it makes sense. He regrets doing that because it, it lost, it caused the elves to lose a lot of their culture and a lot of the tradition. And so he feels like the elven people are a lost cause because of it. And so he's trying to right it and bring and bring them back. So like even even if he is the big bad, I feel like his intention is kind of noble. It's to fix a wrong that he initially did. Yeah. But in order to do it, he has to do another wrong, which is Right destroy the world that was created destroy the veil from he has to him. tear down the entire veil yeah from him, him uh creating the veil um he's going to destroy the current world so it's it's he's choosing to sacrifice the new world for the old one exactly and you know which kind of makes him i think like anti-hero-ish or may Agreed. make him that who knows something might happen where he's just full bad in the next mm-hmm. one but i'd I actually like, like it more if he wasn't i feel like that's what makes a good villain though like when you have a villain who's trying to do something but the cause behind it you can sort of justify like 
the end of their result is something that you can justify that makes sense. But like, even if the means to the end is not right, I feel like that's a good villain right there. When you write a villain whose end result is noble and you can understand where they're coming from, but even the way that they're taking is wrong. So good. Like some of the best writing out of Bioware. What do you think, Mimi? I, mm, Solus, the end. <laughs> she I does not like Solus. I, <laughs> I I'm expose you. You do not like Solas. I don't. I think he's an ugly egg. That's just me. Leave him uh, leave my egg alone. <laughs> Let my egg live. But I'm more upset because I actually did get attached and I never romanced him. But it's the same thing as I felt with Anders. I'm like, oh, look, I befriended this person in the game and I actually really came to like them again. And I'm like, all right, he's cool. Turns out this man's is trying to tear down the entire veil and destroy us all. Okay. And as you said, he is trying to right a wrong, but at this point, it's like, two wrongs do not make a right, Solus. You cannot destroy the world just because you made a mistake. What it's are you doing? so much havoc. It's like... I, I'm not looking forward to having to deal with him because my Inquisitor did get close to him. And I was so disappointed knowing that, oh my god, you, you're behind the What is going on? Yeah. Like, I, I was hurt. I was honestly hurt. And I'm like, I'm glad I could not romance you. This was <laughs> bad. This was very bad. So whenever Dragon Age 4 comes out, Bioware, Bioware, we're watching okay. you. We'll, we'll touch on that in a second. I have a little bit of details. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But before, whenever before... it happens, he's getting ganked. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm not letting wow. him do this. Oh, um, like, sorry, wow, you cannot bro, destroy leave the world. my egg alone. Let my egg live. Okay? All the egg has to do Let my bald elf is his life. help the elves by maybe teaching them again or talking Mm-mm. to them again, showing them, here's like, the... hey, I am an old god and this is what happened. And here's the thing. Maybe do that. Here's the thing. He has. He has tried to instruct, instruct or help the Dalish elves. At least he's tried to tell them that the things that they're doing is wrong and that that's not how it was. But because he because he's just some random nobody, they don't take his word seriously. And so he's in a position where like nobody believes him. And so what all he really can do is tear down the veil. Um. So before we continue on this too, like speaking of uh, Dragon Age 4 and stuff like that. I do want to, I don't want us to talk about every little thing, but I will say this. There are a lot of comics and, and, uh, books for Dragon Age that give you background information. Mm -hmm. So, um, one of the most recent comics to come out is the Fenris one. So we're going to get to know where Fenris went. I think is what it's called. Yep. Uh, uh, after, uh, Dragon Age 2, we get to find out where Fenris went. And I'm hoping that uh, he may play another part. He may come back in the next game. God, um, I hope so. So, because that's kind of, that kind of, if you look through some of the comics, that's kind of happened before where characters, uh, before a new game is released, there are characters that play a part in some of the comics and then they become a part of the next game in some way, shape or form. Um, so hopefully we'll see him in the next game because I think him and Dorian and definitely Solus, um, are, uh, uh, hopefully going to come, come into play. 
mm-hmm. um, in the next game. But just know that if you guys want to check out more about Dragon Age beyond the games, there are books, there are comics. Um, there's a book that talks more about Orlay and kind of... Uh. Uh, the Masked Empire, I think Yeah, The Masked Empire. Um, what was the one that gave more information about... Uh, Cole, uh, and, Cole and Wynn and stuff? Yeah. Um, that one's called Asunder. Yeah, Asunder. Which and, is the only DA book I've ever read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and so, so and yeah, so look into the books and, and the um, comics for more background information. And definitely start reading the new... Uh, uh, Fenris comic if you haven't because he may play a role in the next game because mm-hmm. um, I think it's the only one that's going to release before the next game as far as we know right now of course yeah but um, so that's kind of like the the three games is there anything else you want to to touch on or do you want to talk about the future of Dragon uh, Age do you have anything to say Mimi DA Inquisition. DAI. Don't fuck it up, Bioware. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean about DAI. I mean Inquisition. Not, not the fourth game. Well, that also goes to just like you have all this lore building and yeah, world they have building. So many codex. Like, I feel like they, DA has put themselves in a position where they have to remember all this lore. I couldn't even think to fathom uh, They able. write books about it. They'll be fine. Well, that's the other thing. So. Even though I don't have the book Asunder, when um, Crystal got me into this person who does like a lot of Dragon Age videos and whatnot, she explained that book cult and game cult, two very different people. So that's what I'm like. Oh yeah, they are very different. Which is not a bad thing in this case, because I kind of, I like game cult and I I like book cult, but they do have to follow a formula that they've set for themselves and a path that they've set. Because if you have things like out of order or a little bit weird, like how do you, you gotta follow what you uh, put out there? And I, I think Inquisition is a great game to follow up on. And you already teased that Solus is gonna do some stuff, so uh, go go through with it. And whatever ideas that they had originally but had to scrap due to other happenings in the company, mm-hmm. I. I kind of hope that if, if they were good, bring them back. Like, it's okay to, to bring them back. And if, if they have to delay it even past 2021, I won't be mad. I'll be a little I disappointed. I'm not going to lie to you. I will be mad. Well, but I, mean, I also don't want them to anthem this. I'm we're, sorry. Well, I don't want it to happen. We're at the point now, too. So basically, for those of you that don't know, when it comes to the company behind Dragon Age, they've got they're a part of ea now and so Mm -hmm. ea in combination with them have made like just several missteps so the last mass effect was not very good um or very well received anthem was not very good and or very well received um and so we're kind of at a point now where dragon age is their is going to be their last ditch it's going to be their last ditch effort to, to have another successful game. If they're not successful with the next Dragon Age game, um, there's going to be issues. Um, and Inquisition was so good that literally if they follow the formula of the general formula of Inquisition with the additional uh, story of where we're heading in the next Dragon Age game, 
I think they will be okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Correct some of the the little issues where things there was, you know, it was a little too too draggy at some points in Inquisition. If you correct those issues for the next game, but still follow that general general formula, I think the next game will be fine. But because they took members of the Dragon Age team and put them on Anthem, because Anthem was so messed up. Uh, there's a lot of worry about the next Dragon Age game and how well it's going to be because they scrapped an entire idea that they had before and they're going for a new idea. So, um, so, so, you know, that's, that's looking at that, but I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be fine. You know, it's as long as, as they follow that general formula of inquisition, which they should, there's no reason they shouldn't despite the team shakeups. Um, because it was so successful. Inquisition was so successful. Um, got game of the year too. Didn't it, it did. Yeah. Got game of the year. Game of the year. Yeah. And so, so there should be no reason that despite the team shakeups that they shouldn't follow that formula. If they don't, then, well, then they're stupid. So. Right. Right. <laughs> like, as far as my knowledge goes though, um, there was the first project for DA4, um, which is just a working title for what we're calling the next Dragon Age installment, DA4. Um, from my knowledge, the original project that they were working on was called uh, Project Joplin, uh, named after Janis Joplin. And when they got when the DA team got moved to the Anthem team, and then they finished Anthem and came back, they scrap. I think they did scrap a quite a bit of ideas from the original Joplin project because they completely changed the name of it. They changed it to Morrison. And so like, there's some elements of Joplin that we probably won't get in the next DA game. I, I'm not sure if, cause I know the original concept was that you get to play as a, as a, a spy or something like that. And you're, it's, you almost kind of play the part of an anti-hero kind of, sort of. I know that was part of the original Joplin project. It was something kind of innovative and new. So hopefully they take that premise, because I really do like the premise of Joplin. And hopefully they integrate that into this new DA game that they're coming out with. And I know they, they estimated that it's going to be 2021, 2022 plus. We don't really know what year it's going to come out. Yeah, but they I'm, are I'm hoping we get more at EA. I'm hoping this or year. at uh, E3 or E3. Sorry, yeah. E3 <laughs> at EA, the company. Uh, but I hope we get more at E3. But E3's also been having issue keeping people in the industry involved, so mm-hmm. we might not get anything until the Game Awards at the end of this year. Um, right. So, uh, you know, or one of the game expos throughout the year. So, um, but hopefully we'll get more on that soon. Hopefully Fenris will be a part of it because I'd love to see Fenris again. Um, and uh, you mentioned the spy thing, even in the, the Fenris story, it seems to head that way um, a, a little bit. Um, so maybe we'll learn more about that through via that route uh, through the comic, what's going on. Um, but do you guys have anything else to add? Mm, what about you, Mimi? If they're going to add anything into this game, I think they need to do what they did with Inquisition to take it a step further as far as the character backstories that you can pick. Because, yeah, it was there, but it was in the background. 
because you have so much else going on, it wasn't super important what your character's background was. Like, bring back maybe the origin style a little bit. They're you don't have to make not. it. They probably <laughs> won't. But as long as it's taken, it's like, well, why not? Why not give the three or four options again? But don't do it insane like you did with origin. Yeah, you don't have don't, to be that extensive, but maybe like. A little bit of that would help, I suppose. But I, I like the spy, but I feel like maybe the spy could be one of them. Maybe you could have a, a different one. Uh, spy, you could have a mage, you could do your warrior rogue thing or whatever you want. But mm-hmm. well, I mean, they, just could, have do, some, they could do an origin where where did you start out for a spy? Did you start out in the crows, the carta? I would like that. That's what I mean. Like, make it so there's something. Thing. not just oh you're a spy in this set place like why not make it so there's a couple of them because you've already got established spy places in this game <laughs> you've already got plenty to choose from so let us choose from those that would be great okay. I, I got i got three things to say one uh more da content that's all i want i don't <laughs> even care i have no preference like i just want more i'm greedy like that two um Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> uh, two, I just, I really, I, I, this is like the last chance for Bioware to really redeem themselves. I'm hoping that this game will be great. I'm sure it will. I'm sure I will enjoy it. Anything that adds to the world of status, I am happy for. And this is a completely rela- unrelated note. I just want to say it because I think we brought her up earlier when we were talking about some codex stuff and some basic lore stuff Gil Durothin whatever Katie your name is um, congratulations on being pregnant um, congratulations on that I just want to say that and that's all I gotta say <laughs> yay Ooh. congratulations on five months being pregnant that's awesome <laughs> um, so uh, that kind of wraps up our talk about Dragon Age um, this is probably going to be cut up into several parts Jesus Christ. I'm probably going to post it into to different parts because we're almost at, uh, well, I'll probably cut out our, our, you know, some stuff out and work through it. But you guys will get to listen to our entire discussion and I hope you guys enjoyed it. So um, with that, uh, stay strong, stay sweet. And bye. 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 One day I'll say it, I swear. I know it by heart this time. <laughs> <laughs> stay calm. Stay sweet. Stay, no, it's not. Stay, stay sweet. Strong. Stay, calm. stay strong. Stay sweet. Yay. Bye. Bye.